0: All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. You guys, welcome. I am so excited right now because I have always wanted to be like someone of sound mind, someone who um, is well as a human being, someone that just like embodies what it means to be like, just an emotionally healthy person, and right now I have somebody who I consider to be an emotionally, mentally, physically healthy person. Just like an
1: like a well rounded, like healthy inspo. Thank you. Yes, not I, true. I, have, I can definitely say I'm emotional okay yes I'm an emotional human for sure definitely working on the stability of all three um and definitely a goal that I that I have in mind every single day of like how can I make those areas better but damn I can be emotional
0: really emotional okay well we're (laughs) gonna get into all that you guys I have Roddy Davlukia Shetty with me if you haven't listened to my episode with her husband Jay Shetty it's one of my favorites that I ever did yeah it was beautiful and you guys as a couple like for real, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I look at you guys. Okay, I look at you online. I look at you on your socials, and I'm like, "How did two people who are so, who seem so perfect for each other, just like find each other?" I'm just like blown away by stable people. Do mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have always felt like I've my whole life I was a bit of a hot
1: mess. Mm-hmm. You know, even really honestly, Jay is like I will say, Jay is like the most stable human i've met in my life through everything he he has this there's this word called equanimity it's something that i learned um they're taught when they when you become monks or when you're training like in meditation Mm -hmm. and it means to be stable through like all the ups and downs whether it's like sorrow or happiness or whatever it is, all the crazy ups and downs we go through in life, the ability to stay steadfast and steady through all of them. And it's it's the word that I often use to describe him because he has that no matter whether things go horribly wrong, or whether he's had the most incredible thing happen to him. He stays so like, a water Even. without turbulence right? and I find that quality so beautiful because I am not that I've really been training myself to try to be that but it's something which I think sometimes I get grouped with Jay where like they see him being so, he's so like he is that person Yeah, I'm like a work in progress <laughs> I'm like on the way there you know
0: okay that's why I'm really excited about this conversation me because too. whenever I look at your social media yeah. you don't intimidate me in terms of your wellness thank you I whereas like Jay that. does yes okay I'm like <laughs> i'll never be able to be that way I i'll like you post things where like yes you post like your inspiration stuff mm-hmm. and and not just about like wellness but also or in terms of like mental and emotional health but like also like you the food that you eat you have yeah. a vegan cookbook coming out like um hydrating the importance of hydrating mm-hmm. just like man, man not manifesting like um sorry meditating like you do lots of posts mm-hmm. on that It's not alienating for someone like me, if that makes any sense. And I think that that's like the beauty of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. because I see that you say do a lot of posts where you're like, I'm in my I get in my own head and I get really insecure and I feel like I might not be the best at something. But like what you're doing is so important. Thank you. Because you're not pretending to be the best at something.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's it's so funny you said that because like I want to end up, I'm doing a podcast eventually, I hope. And I was thinking about what I wanted it to be. And I was saying, I want to break out of this narrative that people have. I keep trying to separate myself from like, not that I love what Jay is. He's phenomenal. He is that human. Like he Mm -hmm. is everything that you think that he is. But like sometimes when things get grouped like when you're in a couple you get grouped as being a similar person and I keep trying to differentiate myself from being like I'm not like and I don't think he thinks he's perfect but I'm not perfect at this thing or I'm not someone and I'm not pretending to be Mm -hmm. but I think people sometimes you get in a couple and they're like you're both the same person Uh and so I really wanted it to be a space where I'm like I do choose to share a lot of the positive aspect of my life or how I'm feeling online because I feel so grateful that I have family and friends who support me on the inside. So like if something happens, I'm not necessarily going to go online and be like, I've had a really bad day because I'm so aware of the energy that comes out of myself and affects other people. Like I'd prefer someone messaging me saying, you know what? this I was having a bad day and this made me feel better versus someone saying oh yeah I feel like that too and now we're both sad together mm-hmm. and so there are parts of my I, I do get like I literally will Jay will walk into a room and I'm just crying he's like oh my god what happened he's gotten used to that though by the way <laughs> because it's like a, it's like a common thing a weekly thing where if I feel overwhelmed if I feel sad if I feel like I've got too much going on if I feel like I'm in discomfort everything accumulates to me crying. Like, that's just how I am as a human. And so I... I definitely have my ups and downs a lot um, and I do try and share that online but I still think people have this perception because of how tuned in Jay is that they're like, oh, it's just sunshine all the time. I was like, no, it's not. I'm crying over here. What do you mean? (laughs) Well, I think that also,
0: I think that's just a stereotype of anyone who is into wellness. I know. It it is. Like when I look at someone and I have friends that are very into wellness and is
1: there another word for wellness that I can use so I don't Um, annoy people? No, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, the the thing is it's the progress right like we're talking about the work in progress and the journey but as soon as you say i meditate and i always think about this like Mm -hmm. people think if you meditate you can't get angry so then when people see comments sometimes people leave really rude comments on my page Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i'm gonna just not say anything but now i've decided to randomly (laughs) reply back to things and i'll leave like little i'm a sarcastic and like banter i like having banter with people yeah so sometimes i will reply back and people are like i didn't expect that from you, and i was like why? And they like, we thought you were a calm, meditative person. I was like, I love meditating, but I still have a personality. Yes. I still have things that I want to say and, that I, that I, and sometimes mistakes that I make. Of course we do. B- doing meditation and having like, even if you wake up at the same time every day, you meditate at the same time every day, you eat well and you have a great partner and you sleep well. That doesn't change the internal things that you have going on it in your life. It doesn't
0: change that you're a fucking psycho on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. You can be <laughs> a psycho. Go
1: and meditate all at the same time. Yes. No, but see, (laughs)
0: that's the kind of stuff that we need people like me need to hear. Because when I see wellness accounts, for the most Mm. part, I get intimidated. And I feel like that's not a space for me because I will never be somebody that's just totally even keeled Mm -mm. and and doesn't lash out or my emotions are just i have a
1: scorpio moon i'm a leo (laughs) okay like a full fire sign and when i tell people they're like we wouldn't expect you to be a leo i was like i'm a full leo i feel like (laughs) people just maybe don't get to see it as much but i'm a leo i'm like all over the place
0: i love that so like you
1: are just like the relatable wellness queen that's what people (laughs) like me need okay Um, yeah well i i mean i try to i try to like experiment with things i try to share what i'm learning i i personally like whenever i started my page if i'm completely honest it came from well it was purely a food page i used to just love sharing food it was not even my face it was just it was called veggie vegan veda veda means knowledge and so it was just food recipes all the time yeah and then naturally when jay started getting more traction online, people wanted to know who his wife was. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting a lot of influx from and it was my account was private to start with as well. And so I started getting an influx of people wanting to understand me and know who I was. And so when that happened, it kind of scared me because it was never a life that I ever thought I wanted for myself, like I I was never young and thought I want to be on TV or I want it like that was never it. I was a dietitian in a hospital and I was extremely satisfied with that. Yeah. Um, And so when that happened, I realized if people are coming to me, I wanted it to be something that they are gaining. And so I feel like I'm a bridge and not an expert. And to be in that position helps me feel a lot more comfortable and feels like a lot less pressure than being someone that someone's coming to as an expert. I love that. A bridge. A bridge. Not an
0: expert. I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. And again, see, this is why when I look at your page,
1: (laughs) I don't feel like I'm not welcome in this community. Yeah, no. And I feel like it's for everyone, right? Like everyone's on the same journey. We just look, it just looks a little bit different.
0: Totally. It's just like, I think that there's this also idea with wellness that like, it's all or nothing.
1: Yes. You know? Yes. And like, You can't meditate and have road rage. You can. (laughs) You can can meditate and have road rage all at the same time. (laughs) Totally. Or like you can't
0: like um, eat super clean, but then like also be an alcoholic like me when Mm -hmm. I'm not pregnant.
1: (laughs) Or like want to eat bags of pizzas. I'm looking forward. I'm having like a day. I choose a day a week, like just for a balance of where I just go out and I get to eat like the things that I may have been craving during the week. Today is that night. I'm going to be eating and I'm so excited. What are you going to be eating? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, So my go-tos tend to be, so it's either Indian food, which honestly in LA I don't find very good options uh, is electric coffee been ele-
0: obviously you've been to
1: electric um, karma because i'm vegan i find it quite difficult to go to like i try to oh. stick to like vegetarian or vegan restaurants that makes and sense. so um normally my go-to is like burgers or pizzas or fries like basically every carbohydrate that exists well yeah there's nothing better than pizza like that is nothing. my life meal like if i had yes. to just like
0: have one meal for the rest of my life i wouldn't even be mad that i was forced to only eat pizza Bread, for the rest of cheese. my life. Yeah, ranch dressing on the side. I know, it's just the dream. It comforts every part of me. It truly does. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it really does. Like pizza, just like it awakens the
1: senses, the soul, yeah. all of it. Pizza is wellness. Pizza is wellness. And that's how I genuinely believe that there is nothing. There is well, wellness is not extremes. This is what I truly believe. And like, I have had to learn that through, you know, you see so many things online of like what wellness is supposed to look like. Yeah. And I think that's such a difficult, like, it's so difficult because we were all born genetically different. We were all born looking different. We were all born desiring different things in life. And so to, to take all of that and put it into, and, and I don't mean to stereotype at all, but this is essentially what we see as wellness every single day, a very slim person who looks a specific way yeah. and has a specific physique. And I've grown up seeing that. And I really, I, and I learned from I started deciding from a young age I would never crash diet, I would never do anything that entails extreme behaviours, because I don't think wellness is extreme. Like yeah. when we think about wellness, we think of balance, but yet we pro- like the promotion of wellness comes to extreme dieting, you're right. saying you're either like if you're if you if you eat well, that means you have to only eat salads and soups and this, and I'm like, no, that does mean you can eat things, but it's about when you eat them, how you eat them, and how much of them you eat, right? Right. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing mindset, and I think that's what we've like. I I, I fear that so much for like even the younger generation, like you've got a daughter, mm-hmm. and I just think it's so sad to to strip everyone away of their uniqueness strip everyone away of what they were like born as unique beautiful individuals and tell them that no everybody should look act and be in this way and that's what equals health and wellness you're so right Really big, exciting
0: news about one of my favorite sponsors in the whole world, Liquid IV. Okay. They now have sugar free options. This is like a full blown game changer for someone like me because I use Liquid IV all day, right before bed. When I wake up in the morning, I am like Liquid IV obsessed. Um, It's actually like, I'm not joking when I say it's like top three favorite sponsors I've ever had. Let me explain what Liquid IV is just in case you are new here. Uh, Liquid IV is a powdered hydration brand. Okay. So what it does is it hydrates you more than just water alone. So one stick of Liquid IV, you put it in your water and it's essentially drinking two times the amount of water. It hydrates you two times as fast. And there's so many electrolytes. There's eight vitamins and nutrients for just everyday wellness. It's so good For you. So let's just say, you know, you are hungover. This will help. Let's say you're flying traveling. This will help with dehydration. I always travel with liquid IV. Let's say your kids have their soccer practice. This is the perfect drink for them. It's so much better than like those sugary sports drinks that you just like buy at the grocery store. Trust. Okay. This is actually good for you. Um, But now they have sugar free options, which I'm just so freaking excited about you guys. So Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Stasi at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code Stasi at my favorite, liquidiv.com. When did you become like this? Were you always like in, in, were you always interested? in
1: wellness again i wish i had another word for it no yeah i think i think wellness is wellness is the word right when you feel well and and balanced in your body it is wellness like optimizing your health i just didn't know if that's something that someone like you would also like roll your eyes at be like
0: say wellness one more time no no (laughs) oh
1: my gosh not at all because i I think that i think the word sums up health so perfectly yeah um when did i get into this like did you have a moment
0: where you just being like really self-destructive and like you were all over the place, and you were like, "Fuck! I need to get my shit together." Or were you just like always interested no, in this?
1: I so I grew up as um, I guess, like I don't even like saying this because I, you know, it's so so subjective. But I grew up as a child who was larger than a lot of the children in her in her class or in her school, um, and so the way that I was naturally with kids and treated and stuff, you know, who doesn't go through a little bit of bullying for some reason when they're younger? I went through that. But honestly, it was it was my mum. She was so mindful about how she fed us from such a young age. And being from an Indian family, by the way, like sometimes that can be quite difficult. We're used to deep fried food. We're used to like a lot of the way that you see Indian food now, it wouldn't say people see it as healthy. But back in the day... Really? Because I think of it as healthy. It is healthy. (laughs) The the traditional Indian food is not samosas and, you know, all the, the deep fried stuff. It is like lentils and beans and pulses, especially coming from a vegetarian Indian family. Right. And so my mom was just incredible. Like, I remember she used to make us like fresh juices in the morning every day, which by the way, at the time wow. I was like, no, I'm not drinking. I don't want to drink fresh. I don't want carrot juice in the morning. And I would throw it into the plants outside. Like <gasps> I would throw, my mom would give me vitamins oh. every single morning. Like she would make sure I had my vitamins. I throw them. My mom would find them in plants outside the house before I was going to school. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I think about that now. And I'm like, <laughs> she was giving us so much of what I share now. And yeah. I was taking it for granted, but she really molded this view of, beautiful, vibrant eating, not even necessarily as like healthy, but just the abundance of what eating and eating like fresh food feels like. Yeah. And so it definitely started with that. And then again, my mum I didn't get into being a doctor as every Indian wants to be a doctor. Um, I didn't, I didn't have the grades for it, if I'm completely honest. And my mum recommended becoming a, a nutritionist. It was really big at the time, the government was funding it. And, and I was like, sure, I don't know what else I want to do. Why not? Got into a nutrition degree, and I just started learning from there so much about food. But and and that spark- sparked it. Yeah. And then I studied Ayurveda, and then I studied so many different health practices. And I came to the conclusion that, like, and honestly, this was very recently. I say within the past like one or two years that. I just know, like to my core, everything that we constantly see, I was trying every single thing. I was like, okay, this person said they do Pilates. That means that's all I should be doing. Because Pilates gave them that body. (laughs) Yeah, And then I was like, oh, but my friend weight trained and now she looks like that. That's what I need to be doing. So let me do weight training. So I had weeks where I was doing... Monday, strength training, afternoon Pilates, Tuesday, boxing, in the evening, yoga, like accumulating all this stuff that everybody was telling me made their body the way that theirs looked. And I got to a point, I was like, honestly, what the hell? I'm not listening to my own body. I'm choosing to base everything that I am doing for myself on everybody else's body, what they're eating, how they look, and the workouts that they're doing. Rather than actually trying to tune in and understand, how am I feeling about this? Like, what am am I gaining from doing these workouts? Not what they're looking like or what they're doing. And I've started feeling that way about social media too, where I'm like, so what if people look at me and in a video, like I get random messages, this is so funny, but like sometimes I'll get messages saying, oh my gosh, are you pregnant? I don't know why they're asking that. Sometimes it's just (laughs) a curious thing. Sometimes it's like, I have a little bulge at the bottom of my stomach, which I don't really tend to care about or hide when I'm sharing like videos or workouts Mm -hmm. and I'm not even that conscious of it until you end up getting those type of messages and I realized I would go back and I would sometimes delete those videos as soon as I'd read like one comment on it and I was like what kind of life is that living behind like constant worry and and fear of what people are going to view of your image and I've honestly become so much more mindful of that where now I'm like even if and I'll say to people on my team I'm like oh does this look like this or do I look a bit like this and even if I do I'm like so what it's one post it's one thing people are going to see me in person and hopefully if I look like this online they'll be like you know what? she looks a little bit better than she does online that'll <laughs> be like great that's wonderful but I've just really started to let go of all these things that I feel, don't serve me and what makes me happy. And I got through this whole area of my life where I was fixated on other people and paying such little attention to myself that I was breaking down emotionally, mentally and physically, but thinking I was doing the right thing because it was visually in my mind making other people feel It was working for other people. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I got to a breaking point where I was just like, I'm not happy. And it's because I'm focusing on everybody else but myself. And would you say that those like breakdowns, those were like a little emotional breakdowns? Oh my gosh, yes. And you get a little psychotic? I get emotional. I have emotional breakdowns on a weekly basis, number one. And I mean, by that, I mean, you know, we try so many different things and it's so overwhelming. Life is overwhelming. Yes. It's really fucking overwhelming. Overwhelming. It is. Even on
0: your calmest day, the easiest day, you don't have that much to do
1: it still is incredibly overwhelming. Yeah. And I and I think obviously naturally, I just want to preface this for anyone that's going to comment. Of course, we are blessed in life. Of course, we have so many privileges and we have mm-hmm. everything that we need to keep us healthy, happy and, and in a good state of mind. But that doesn't change how our mind and our body reacts to things. And so we each have our own reality.
0: Exactly. And, and life and issues and problems. And it's, it's,
1: it's subjective. It it's, is. It's. It's just a. It doesn't mean your emotions still don't get, like, waved up and down through the turbulence that we go through in life. Like, there's so many things that can affect our mind and our body, even if we don't want to do. Even if we're like, I'm so blessed right now. I'm so blessed right now. I'm so grateful for everything in life. Does that? Does that change how? you're dealing with like an emotional thing that's happening in your life. If your family member is unwell, if, you know, there's so many different things that I go through in my life and I'm Mm. like, I can still be upset about this and still feel grateful for things. Like there can be duality in our emotions. Well, that's how I feel. I feel this way about being pregnant right now because I'm
0: miserable. I'm like, I'm to the point in my pregnancy (laughs) where I'm like, I had a very easy pregnancy. Both of my pregnancies have been easy, Yeah, but at the end, I am so uncomfortable. I'm not that mobile. Like I don't have that much energy. Yeah. I'm tired all the time. And when I try and go to sleep, it's like, I can't because I'm so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and I want to complain about it. And I look at TikTok for <laughs> other, and I love the videos of, of women who are posting the same things mm-hmm. because I'm like, yes, okay. Okay right? Pregnancy isn't just this like dream thing that like Mm -hmm. everybody enjoys. But then when I do say something about it, a lot of, you know, women will come into my DMS and be like, this is offensive. You should just be so grateful, you're so grateful that, you're, be pregnant. that you're pregnant. A lot of people mm. can't. I'm like, two things can exist at the same time. Like, yeah. I am so fucking thankful I'm pregnant. This is all I wanted. Like, yeah. this is my dream come true. But I hate the experience of yeah. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, excited for you to be here. But also, you're messing with a lot of things, okay? <laughs> yes.
0: Like, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. Multiple things can be true
1: at the same time. Yeah, and I think we... Um, I think we have this habit of wanting to live in black and white. Yes. (laughs) And like life is a whole lot of gray. And I've been thinking about that so much about how like someone can be a really, really good friend, but a terrible partner. Someone like so people can have different experiences of different people Mm -hmm. and they can be multiple things at once. But but people like to like I think we're also used to categorizing things like from a young age, we do that, right? Everyone is categorized as this person is smart if they do this. this person is beautiful if they have this. this person is um is a good person if they do this. Mm-hmm. And I think we've become so used to having categories that when when things end up being um in the gray area, we feel uncomfortable with it. And I've started to really try and live in the gray a lot more of feeling like. Like I I had this conversation, me and Jay were on holiday in Bali recently. And we would have really lovely conversation. We hadn't caught up in a long time. We were having a lot of life conversations about, you know, growth and like things in our life that we were struggling with. And one thing I kept saying to him is, I think I might be a narcissist. And he was like, what (laughs) do you mean? I had heard all these things. And he was like, I don't quite understand what you mean. And the reason I got to that conclusion was because I did read a lot of the signs of what a narcissist is, for example, like this is just a really expansive version of what I'm trying to say, but I read a lot of um, qualities of it. And I was like, you know, sometimes I don't know whether I truly have empathy for people. It's hard to know because there are so many layers of like, okay, I care about this person. But am I talking to them and being there for them because it feeds my need to be right. there for them, or am I doing it because I want something from them? my narcissist. By the so way, I to panic. these are so many questions <laughs> that I want that, that I've been like that I went through in my head. But it is because there can be two, you can be an empathetic person and at the same time want something from someone and at the same time be feeding a need of yourself yeah. that you that you want to be you know be that feeds your worthiness in life. And so anyway, all that to say that there. There is this, this constant, we all live more in the gray than we do in black and white. And um, I don't think I'm a narcissist, but at the same time, I think we all may, you know, I think these categorizations end up messing with a lot of people's minds because there are, there's a spectrum of everything.
0: I know. I agree. <laughs> Two things. First thing, if you're wondering if you're a narcissist, you're not then. Right. I Because I don't think Thank true you. narcissists sit down and they're like, Hmm, I'm concerned with the fact that I might not be as empathetic and I might be doing this for a different reason. Like, no, you're not. So you are a hardcore not a narcissist. Thank you, Thank you for confirming that. You're so awesome. <laughs> Save my
1: breakdown next week where I think about it. Again.
0: And the second thing you said, I actually wrote this down because um, you said gray zone. And I, I saw that you had done a post where you talked about gray zone friendships. And oh, I think yeah. that so many people struggle with this myself included. And mm-hmm. I feel like a hypocrite when I talk about this because I think gray zone friendships are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like Me in theory, too. because I'm like, I'm now that I'm not to be like, now that I'm a mom, but like, I don't have as much free time of as I used to. And I've noticed that where I feel like I'm lacking is like in in being a good friend. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm as good of a friend as I used to be. I I don't I'm not somebody that's like very communicative I don't text Mm -hmm. a lot I don't make phone calls I don't FaceTime like I'm the type of person that with my best friends I can go a really long time without seeing them and then when I do see them it's like no time has passed Mm -hmm. and that's the type of friendship I prefer to have with people but there are so many different types of people who are like well, if I'm not calling them all the time or I'm not asking them to hang out, that must mean that we're fighting mm-hmm. or that I don't that like they feel them that way. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, I know that just means
1: I, that like stuff going on.
0: I've, uh, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. I do like you. That doesn't mean that I don't like you. There's like this gray area mm-hmm. of friendships that I think we need to like popularize. I
1: completely <laughs> agree. Um any of my friends watching this, they know I'm not the best with communication. Not because, but but I am there. Like if they call me and they need me, I am there at your door. You need me to. This is an example from a very young age, but uh, if you need me to get you out of jail at two in the morning, I will be there to get you out of jail at two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, long story, but. um... I, Wait, I have you ever gotten someone out of jail at two in the morning? Um I attempted. She, she wasn't allowed out. She had to stay the whole <laughs> night. I went there with like sandwiches, with, with drinks. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was what? I was like 19. No, I was thinking I was like 19, 20 years old. Uh, she got caught up with the wrong kind of guy. With Wait, did you some like drugs in the car? Did and, you Google like how to get friends out of jail for dummies? No, I was like, Mom, I need to go. she's in jail. I have to go go. She's like, what? She called me. I was Only one phone call that she made. I was like, I have to do something. Oh yeah, if you're the one. (laughs) but Wow. I mean, to be the person, to have someone have so much faith in you. I mean, I think it's more (laughs) that she couldn't call her parents. There's no way she could call her parents and be like, I'm in jail because... The boyfriend you don't know about, yeah, good yeah point, you know. Good point. The, I think I was a, g- a good, easy option. No, but we are still very good friends. She's like one of my best friends. But anyway, um, yes, I think that the. I, Wait, I, but hold on, I need I, to go, go back no to tell this. Me.
0: So, so she called you. You were her, her only call, and you were like, "Mom, I need to go
1: get her out of jail." Did you have a plan, or was your plan oh, sandwiches plan, and drinks? My plan was so I tried to call the the jail on the way and um, to be <laughs> like, like, what can I do to. get her out I didn't know how long she was going to be in there so I ended up at the front of the jail trying to like I think I said like a little buzz thing they were like no she's she's in for 24 hours. like she has to be in for 24 hours now we've brought her in we can't take her I was like can I give her food can I give her a blanket can I give her anything they were like absolutely I have a diet coke absolutely not so i was just outside i was like i'm here in spirit and then i went home and went to sleep because what else was i gonna do <laughs> oh but i can God. always say i tried <laughs> 100 no, percent. you did everything you could I did, I did
0: so you really are the friend that you can call at two in the morning and you will be there i will
1: be there but i may not be there to answer in your group texts every yeah. single day i may not be the person that's gonna you know what you may even send me 10 messages in a row Maybe I won't reply. But I find that I, I personally am more of a cool person. You call me, I will answer and I will speak to you. You message me constantly. I can't keep with the thread of conversation because I have scheduled times of when I need to be doing things. And if I get lost in these messages, yeah. that's half a day gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the grey gray zone friendship, it's like when we're younger... I knew I felt like my best friend had to be everything. If you don't mm-hmm. tell me every detail from when you went, when you woke up to when you went to sleep, you are not my best friend. Correct. If you're yeah. not telling me about every single thing about a boy that you're talking to, if I'm not the person you're telling you are best friends with, and there's nobody else that exists except for me, we are not best friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I think that's how most of us grow up. I yeah, think especially that is like, as females,
0: right? I want to get nods. I just want to make sure I'm like, this isn't just right. us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like that's it. Yes. Especially as females, like growing up, like as a kid, that is the definition of a
1: best friend. Those are your expectations. That's the stereotype of a yeah. best friend. And then I think we get to an age where, again, we get partners, we end up having a job, we have different parts of our lives that, you know, that take play throughout the day and throughout the months. And we have to realize that. There will be times where I will carry this friendship. It's just like a relationship. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that. Like my sister had two kids, um, well, three kids, but has two kids now. And and she, um, throughout her journey as being a mother and everything, like I feel as time has gone on, we've become closer. But honestly, her communication has gotten less and less because she just doesn't have the ability. She homeschools. She has so much going on in her life. So if I had this expectation of, why are you not calling me every single day? Why are you not calling me to ask how I am every single week? Why are you not the one that's making the effort? No, I'm happy for the past four years to be making more of that effort. Because I know that, like, I think when you feel secure in a relationship or a friendship, there is never a question of whether that person loves you. It's just a question of how can I support that person to also be able to support me. And I think that's how I've started living my friendships where I'm like, I'm going to do, I think we get more out of giving than we do uh, from receiving, but we keep thinking we get more out of people doing things for us. But I've realized as a human... Me doing things for my family, me being there for my sister, me being the one that communicates makes me feel so much better about me being maybe I'm a control freak, but like I can I can help to actually curate that relationship so much more and and create the bond. And if that is something that is my responsibility right now because she can't handle it, the choice is either I manage it or it fizzles away. And so it's been such a beautiful thing to be able to be the one that she feels is checking in, that's making sure she's okay, that's asking her what she needs, that's asking her, how can I make your life easier? Versus me sitting here saying, oh, fine, she's got two kids now, she just doesn't have time for her little sister. Yeah, And so I think that there has to be a given, like there has to be a conscious effort of understanding that person and realizing that yeah they can't cater to every need of mine like that's just not gonna happen I
0: mean that's such a healthy way of thinking but that's so hard to get there on your own like how do you even get there because I think it's such it's just human nature to disappointment like do I want disappointment in my my life all the time so basically you're right it's like you have to think about it in terms of like
1: being selfish honestly you're only helping yourself and I loved it and I love like I actually have realized that when I let go of expectations of what other people were doing for me and obviously like let me just say this reciprocation is necessary for a friendship or a yeah. relationship but don't expect don't expect it in the same way that you're giving it mm-hmm. Ex- allow them to express themselves in the way that they express themselves whereas if I'm like I'm going to plan I plan our family vacations every year. I love doing it so much. It's my way of like serving and giving to my family because I feel abundant in life and I want to be able to share it with them. Mm -hmm. I want to do that. I want to create these experiences that we can have together. There is no part of my brain, and I mean zero part where it's like, why can't someone else do it this year? Yeah. Because that is my ability to serve them in that way, to give them something because They've done so much for me in my life. And I think as soon as I changed my mindset to that, giving gives me far more joy than I get out of them doing stuff for me because I get to like fuel the relationship. I get to, I don't know, there's like when you love someone, you want to be there for them. You want to give to them, right? And if the relationship does become where you're expecting more than you are giving, that's probably a sign that your relationship isn't what you think it is. Because in naturally, if you think about your relationship with your daughter, you're not thinking about she hasn't done this for me. She hasn't given this to me. I've done all of this for her. Yes. Yeah, Sometimes I think about it in terms of her giving me kisses and cuddles. That's fair. And I'm That's like, fair. you're being we selfish with your affection right now. Yes,
0: exactly. And I'm gonna need a little more of this from you. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm giving way more to this relationship. All I'm asking for <laughs> is a
1: little, a little snuggle right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I started sharing my hair care journey right after my wedding because that's when I decided to like commit and really start taking care of my hair. Um, and when I started doing this, I started using whey products, okay, well, but actually like committing to Way products. Before I had only like had like a few things here and there from Way, but I had heard so many good things that I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to fully commit. Do the shampoo, the conditioner, the detangler, all the things that they have." And you guys, my hair is so freaking healthy. I always knew about Way and liked the products that I had, especially because I'm like, "Okay, well this is Jen Atkins' brand. Like she's so cool. This is like the cool girl brand and I love the packaging." But once I committed, I'm like, "Damn, this shit is good." My hair hair is so healthy. Some of my favorites, uh, the detox shampoo, because I feel like it just like truly does what the name says. Like it detoxes your hair, all of like the buildup and everything that you have in your hair. I feel like it's just like an extra deep clean. And then my favorite, favorite, favorite product from way is the leave-in conditioner. I even use it on Hartford because she's got some tangly hair and it smells so good. I'm not really like a big perfume person. So like when I put in the leave-in conditioner, like that's my perfume and I love it. Um, but get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Go to theway.com, that's T H E O U A I.com, and use code STASI for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T H E O U A I.com,
1: code STASI. But in the grand sense of life, when you think about a mother to a child, it just mm-hmm. it, it just is giving and you yeah. love the giving. Mm-hmm. And yes, a kiss and a cuddle sometimes would be wonderful. OK, but um, <laughs> I just think that if we think about the relationships where we truly feel love, it is in the giving that we end up feeling like we're able, like serving and giving is what we feel the most filled with versus just taking and receiving um, and that's just honestly, since I, and I can say genuinely, when I changed my mindset of that, it has made my life so much more abundant and happy and like joyful and, and just less stress. Why am I going to sit here disappointed every single day because my expectations were this high and maybe they can only give to me up till here.
0: Well, I think that changing your mindset in, is like a theme of, of your, of what you were I don't want to say teaching because you said you are the bridge. <laughs> So well, what, a, what, what a bridge sharing. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sharing. I think changing your mindset. I, I feel like I've, I understand that. And I think that that is so helpful, even mm. in terms of like feeling like you're out of low place. Like yeah. there have been times where I felt like I was at rock bottom. My personal idea of what rock bottom was or like are at a really low place and those moments that i've changed my mindset and have decided to look at it as like okay well now this is an opportunity to do a b and c this is an opportunity to change this or like wow but look at what i do have like Mm. look at the like let's focus on like the little things Mm -hmm. that just like bring joy like having an iced tea like oh my god i'm so lucky that i can just like have this iced tea from alfred's like the coconut flavor is delicious like changing your mindset is so important but that's it's so hard to teach that and it's so hard to start adopting that yeah like do you like what made you start deciding to change
1: your mindset Um, and do you have like any advice for people on because it is like it's something you have to practice yes and I think and again having like I always say this to my friends and I do uh, like, sorry, not always. I always say that always. Um, I um, recently have started doing this practice because I didn't journal for a really long time and I kind of went off it and I was like, man, I, I can't be bothered. don't want to do it anymore. And Journaling is exhausting. It is a you little know, bit difficult. I like go through it sometimes and I'm like really proud of myself. And then I'm like, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I and and I, I went through that too. And I was just like, I don't really feel like writing and I feel like I'm all right right now, whatever. And I recently started doing it again. And, and instead of even writing, randomly when I get on calls with my friends or I even feel their energy is a little bit lower, I'm like, okay, tell me five things right now that you're grateful for. Like literally anything, just tell me. Mm-hmm. And it started off a little bit weird. Like some friends would be like, why am I doing this? And other friends would really embrace and be like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better now. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing. And again, I feel like journaling doesn't necessarily even have to be like a hand to paper situation. It can be that, hey, tell me, I'll tell you five things I'm grateful for right now. You tell me too. Again, that doesn't change the situation. Like my friend was going through, um, like I'll I'll give an example for myself. I was going through my grandma being unwell for a long time. She's my favorite person in the whole entire world. Me saying all the five things I'm grateful for does not change that situation. Mm -hmm. But what it does do is lift me up out of the sadness that I'm feeling into feeling this Abundance in other areas of my life Correct yeah You can't take away from the pain that you're feeling mm-hmm. But you can elevate yourself through other parts of your life Yeah And so it makes the other pain a little bit more tolerable It makes the other parts of your life that aren't going so well A little bit easier Because you ch- you you get that little bit of like the endorphin rush Of like feeling gr- gratitude and, and joy out of these other things No you're so right it, 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 it won't make
0: the pain less No It won't Like the pain will always be the same amount of pain for a specific thing but it'll make it tolerable that is that like you learn to live with it you learn to cope with it you know how to like remain happy every day and not let it
1: completely overtake you you create that balance right it's like I feel this sad about this but I have these things to be happy about in life let's meet in the middle it yeah. kind of does that, right? It's let me let me lift myself up with these things rather than thinking about all the other things that I, you could. You have a choice, right? You can either think about there's one thing that's paining you right now. You could try and think about all the other things that you have to be sad about, or which would bring you down further and further. Or you could still feel that pain, think about all the things that you have to be grateful for that can slowly lift you to a to a place where you can still function yeah. and feel like you can make it through your day. And I totally. think like. And again, it's not like you're not saying that you're going to feel flowers and pet and like cupcakes in your mind all the time. Sorry, they're the two things that I thought of, but like sunshine and rainbows all the time in your mind. No, mm-hmm. but it will take you to a place if all you want to do right now is function and be able to get through your day and not be crying all the time. It will do that, at least for you. It yeah. will. And honestly, living in New York and L.A., the one thing that helped me because I lived in a place where I didn't really see homelessness, if I'm completely honest, yeah. where I used to live in in, uh, in London. I never really saw it that much because I lived in like kind of like the countryside. And when oh. I... That's cool as fuck. As in, but, really? As, no, well, you lived in the countryside. Con- by <laughs> countryside, I mean like the outskirts of London. Like, yeah, it that's wasn't, so cool. Yeah, it no. was green. There was parks. It's beautiful. Like, it's a really. It's. I am so grateful for where I grew up. It was a really that's safe, like, wonderful area. A dream of mine. It
0: is. It's lovely. Isn't Doesn't it? it suck that we only have one lifetime? I know. Because, like, you know, well, you gotta kind of.
1: That's for another podcast, okay?
0: Correct, but like, will my soul in my next lifetime remember this? Yeah, now. and still really like and be interested in the English countryside? I'm not so sure. Will
1: they like? Will that soul like Downton Abbey and Pride and Prejudice? I mean, I don't know. Oh, they are. I just love love all of that. That British like. There's something about British people, isn't there? There mm-hmm. is. There is. Yeah. Yes. Not being biased or anything. I'm not hyping myself up, but there is. Okay, there is something. Um yeah it's sorry like, I sidetracked you oh no no not at all I was just saying that like um seeing that every single day it did and not that we should look at other people's pain to make us feel better but it gives you perspective of what your life has like right you you get perspective so even if you are there you can have gratitude from and, and I think about this a lot because when you get to a place where you have abundance in life where you don't have to think about the basic necessities where you don't have to worry about where your food's going to come from where your water's going to come from when you don't have to think about those things and you keep growing in abundance people I feel like the image is that when you're grateful when you have a lot it's not worth as much if you're grateful when you have a lot less mm-hmm. it, I, does that make sense I don't yes. know whether it made sense so like if I'm, if I'm struggling to make ends meet gratitude at that point in life is a lot more um, powerful than having gratitude when you have a lot but gratitude isn't based on the amount of things that you have Mm -hmm. like gratitude isn't more abundant when you Um, when you're grateful and you have less versus if you're immensely grateful when you have a lot. There are people who go from having absolutely nothing in life, like bare minimum, slumming through life, not getting like even their basic needs met to then being millionaires, billionaires, being able to have everything that they want in life. But if they set that mindset of gratitude... From the moment that they had nothing and they still have that when they have a lot. Does that mean that when they have a lot, it's just not worth as much? It doesn't. Gratitude mm-hmm. is like a feeling. It's a It's a, It's a. a state of mind, right? Like it's not something that's determined by your external, um, the external things that you have.
0: No, I hear you. And I also think it's interesting because like as you're talking about that, I'm like, I find that I'm the most grateful and I focus on gratitude mm-hmm. the most when I feel like I don't have that much. right? Like when I feel like I'm on top of my shit Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, like, you know, I'm like kind of like flying high right now. I don't ever
1: focus on Mm -hmm. gratitude ever. Like it's, I'm like just realizing this. It's like when you feel like someone's being taken away from you. It's like that, that concept of you don't realize what you've got until it's gone, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, there are lots of people I'm sure we can think of in life that seem like they have abundantly everything that they want in life. But still, don't feel joy in their life. For, or and when you don't feel when you don't feel joy in your life, even if you have a lot go a lot in your life, you obviously have a, a lack of gratitude for those areas, also, right? Right. And so I feel like you can be in any place in your life and feel gratitude or not feel gratitude. Like there are so many people who will have a lot less. Um, f- physically externally but be so much more grateful than someone who has a lot and then in the same way they could be someone who has so much in their life and they could be grateful every single day for every part of their life that they have yeah and so I, I just think that it's not necessarily based on what I'm trying to put across I don't know whether I'm saying it right is that the more that I have changed things have changed in my life the more I've realized gratitude is never based on what you do or don't have externally I feel like it's a mindset that it's you a kind mindset. of have to carry with yes. you through every part of your life. And if you don't have it from like, if you don't have it from the get-go, you don't start creating it. People are like, I'll be grateful when I get this. I'll mm-hmm. be grateful when I reach this. I'll be grateful if I have this. And it's like, no, because even when you get to that point, your mindset probably will still be the same because you haven't yet figured out the things that you have. You, there is always something to be grateful for, even if it is the breath that you wake up with.
0: Yeah. Um, no, Roddy, you... Uh, listen, I never thought I would be somebody... Who talked about gratitude. Yeah. Like literally never. I'm sorry. Like I, I feel like I am not, like I always want to be somebody that's like, again, into wellness and like emotionally healthy, mentally healthy Mm. and strong and all that. But like, that has just never been my personality type. Um, And I never thought that I would be someone who'd be like, let's focus on gratitude. But when you go through something, whether it's a death or or you lose a job mm-hmm. or, or just an overall hard time, you can't explain it or maybe it was covid like it was a shitty time yeah. for everyone. It's like when you go through something like if you choose to focus on gratitude, then I don't know what the fuck came into my body that all of a sudden made me be like you should try that thing out called gratitude. Yes. I have no idea where it came from because it was yeah. never anything that I practiced before. It was never anything my family practiced. Mm-hmm. Like it works. It's it's the one thing that gets you through anything. Yeah. It truly is. Like when you focus on what you do have mm-hmm. and being so grateful for it and it does not have to be it, it like it, it, that serious again like i was so grateful during covid just to wake up and like have my iced coffee and like lay in bed and i was like this is so how lucky am mm-hmm. i that i
1: have a life where i can wake up
0: and have iced coffee in bed
1: and i just think like, like i've met so many people who to like I, I i have i i know um people who are struggling so much in certain areas of their life and you know again, me, not even being able to meet their basic needs. And I'm like, they have so much gratitude. And mm-hmm. when I see that in people, I'm like, it is like, it is so beautiful when you get to meet people. Like those moments of meeting people who genuinely are grateful to receive opportunities, to receive um, the things that you don't eat, that we take so much for granted. When you end up experiencing that, I I just think like wow like how can I how can I it, I would be doing an injustice to those people if I wasn't grateful for what I had because mm. how sad that I'm living in this situation where those and I I honestly always go back to basic needs because without our basic needs being met that is a hard life to go by. Yeah. And if that's not happening and people can still be grateful not how dare I, but like sometimes I'm like, how dare I wake up and not just look at the sun and think about the breath that I have and the the roof over my head, like those basic things. If I can't be grateful for that, then I have some work to do. And I do, I really do believe that, that like I've gone through days where I'm like, oh, this is so sad because this is happening to me. And yes, there are things that happen. But I, there are still always things I can be grateful for um, based on the people that I met having having that mindset. I'm like, I need to, there is something that needs to switch up in my head because it's it's unfair for me to not be grateful. Like I'm doing an injustice to, I totally to them and me. Yeah. I think that like gratitude might
0: be the like one key to happiness. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not joking because when I think about how entitled I used to be and of yeah. course, I do. That's still part of my personality. Like I have my flaws that I'm never going to be able to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Like I can still be very (laughs) entitled. Okay. But the gratitude that I, whenever I have gratitude in situations, those days are just so much Much better. better. I appreciate them so much more. Even like with my wedding, I remember before when we, I was planning my wedding, I just had this like entitled vibe about everything that I was Mm -hmm. I was planning Mm -hmm. and then the second that COVID happened in 2020 and all of that stuff I was just me and my husband were just so thankful Mm -hmm. to be able to have a wedding at all Mm -hmm. we didn't care about (laughs) so much they didn't we were just so thankful to be going to Italy we both love to travel so like that's like what bonds us and like we were just so thankful to be there And we had so much gratitude for just that, that nothing could get us down. And it was the best experience of my life. Like it was the best week of my life. It was because we were just so grateful that I really feel like gratitude is like the the key to happiness. Again, I
1: can't even believe
0: I'm saying this. Who who is is she? (laughs) Who
1: is she? (laughs) No, I, I, I agree. And I think, again, it's something which you can talk about and talk about and talk about. But until you actually feel it, It always sounds a bit lame. It's always. It does sound so lame. Oh my gosh, you're so LA. You're talking about sitting there, talking about gratitude and I know and and feelings and whatever. But it, it is. I mean, it's 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 very cliche, but it's extremely true when you feel it. You realize it and you're like, this is, I have to live my life in this way. Yeah. I just have to for me to be happy. I, you know, if there's like one thing that people
0: take away from this podcast episode, it's with to just fucking try it. Okay, yeah, okay. Just, like, just try it for a week straight. Just try yes. it for a week straight and see what your days are like. Yeah,
1: ask yourself, what are the five things I'm grateful for? That's it yes that's it ask yourself that every single day for a week
0: and it doesn't like it could be tell me you don't feel better it could be the fact <laughs> that like you get to go to
1: Target that day and just like walk around right. for an hour and a half like that is something to yeah, be and grateful for there is for. no lame gra- gratitude okay there is no lame gratitude you could be really grateful that you had a delicious cup of Alfred's something, you know, you can be really grateful. It's that supposed can- to be the peach tea. They gave me regular the tea and I'm not happy tea. about it, but I'm grateful that I have this. <laughs> uh, but ideally get a bit deeper with yourself as well. And like, think about, you know, what you're really grateful for in your life. Uh, it can be, it can be as, as small or as big as you, you know, I, I wake up every day and I do say one of the things is I'm so grateful for my breath. And I'm so grateful that like my grandma is now happy and well like I think about yeah. that every single day I'm away from her and I'm like I'm so happy that she is alive like that's it that's what yeah. I say every single day every single day that I get her that she's still here I'm so grateful for yeah um to waking up and being like I'm I just love sunshine I'm so grateful for it it makes me so happy like it can go from from it can be a spectrum of things right you know that I think Jay actually told me that
0: your grandmother is your favorite person. Oh, did he? Because I, my grandmother was my favorite person, oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that came up in conversation. Yeah, that makes I think sense. It did. He said that about you. Yeah,
1: yeah. She is. She's spectacular. All my everything that I am good in life is has genetically come from. That's her. what
0: I feel like too. Yeah. And then I wonder. I'm like, so is Harvard going to say this about my mom and not me? <laughs> yes. It's like Hartford, my kid is literally going to be like, everything good about me is because of... My mom? Oh, but what yeah. about me? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel bad for my our mother. My mom's mothers.
1: magical too. My mom no,
0: magical, my mom is, but is like, like, But like my grandmother is like my favorite, was my yeah, favorite person in the whole world. Yeah. And I just like, it trips my mind up that like Hartford's going to like my mom more than she likes me. I
1: mean, it is going to be that. It just happens. Because you know what? At that age, they're like, do whatever you want. Be whoever you want. Like they kind of don't have, they've done the parenting. Now they're just having fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I keep saying my mom, she's a grandma I'm like, you don't have to parent they're this child like you don't have to parent my sister's child all you have to do is have fun with her well, that's all you have to do you don't need yeah. to worry about if she's jumping on things or doing. you just jump there with her you have fun so therefore they become the that's what my grandma was she never told me off yes she's like here's a little sweet here's a little this
0: I'm no like, okay, you're right
1: you're right
0: <laughs> can I ask you yes. what how you meditate because yeah. I don't meditate mm. and I've tried yeah and I don't, I've like even tried to like go on Spotify and be like, let me look at this meditation app. Yeah. And like sometimes it works in terms of like putting me to sleep. Mm-hmm. But like, so like those meditations will work for me. But in terms of like medicate, med- medicating, in terms of meditating, I wish how I could meditate. I miss it. Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of meditating, yes. how would you explain it to somebody like me or like yeah. if you have any tips for that in terms of just wanting to
1: meditate to just be like, a mentally well person. Present. Yeah, good, good question. I tried when I was experimenting with meditation, not medication. Um, <laughs> I um, tried so many different types. Like there are so many. There's there's sound meditation, there's silent meditation. There is singing meditation. That's um, not for me. No, there's. there's I, get many too shy. I would get types. way too shy. I would feel weird. I can't do totally. it. Totally. And then there's, I started doing mantra meditation. And so mantra meditation, again, is just um, uh, certain mantras or phrases that you say over and over again um, during your meditation. And the reason that I love that, and I've encompassed a lot of different techniques to help me stay focused from, I use beads when I meditate that really helps me because essentially what you want in meditation is for all your senses to be engaged. That's the point of meditation where every part of your being, which usually is through your senses, is engaged within this one practice. That's when you're the most focused. And so whether it's listening to harmonious, like beautiful music that gets me in a mindset. I'll do that. Whether it's picking a specific space, like when I was living in New York and we had like a really small apartment, all I had was one cushion that I would sit on and that Mm -hmm. would be my space. Now I have a little temple area that I sit in every single morning, but creating a space where you, where it holds that energy of I'm coming to this place, just like you have a desk that you work at in the same way, having a specific space that you're able to go to To create that energy and your mind knowing when I sit here, this is what I do. That's been really helpful. Um, And you know what? I've never thought about that. Mm. That actually makes sense to like kind of quiet everything. Kind
0: of like when they say don't have a TV in your bedroom. Exactly. Because that's where you're supposed to sleep. sleep. You know,
1: like that actually makes sense to have a space, a certain place to go to meditate yeah and it's made a huge difference for me even if again like I said even if it's just like a little cushion that you know is is for that um so all your senses I I light like incense or candles to help like you know engage my nose like every single sense of yours can be engaged in that practice so I can eat pizza while I'm (laughs) you can eat pizza so to engage my mouth I say mantras oh damn you can't I've never I done thought, pizza meditation I thought you meant taste because tonight you were like it might be senses. pizza meditation yeah <laughs> um, but taste would be essentially using like your mouth which would be saying a, saying a mantra so okay. I find rather than silent meditation because my mind can wander all over the place to have a mantra to keep focusing my mind towards has been really useful in staying present and and attentive during it and again like my meditation practice has been like like, a, not even like an up and down. It's been like all over the place, but I do try and just stay committed to having that moment in the morning, even if my mind is everywhere. I just think that consistency and sticking to something allows you to push through the harder moments, right? Like, when you commit to yourself and you show up, that commitment creates confidence in yourself. It creates this. This feeling of like, I know that even when I go through these harder parts, and even if my mind is distracted, at least I know I've stuck to it and I've committed to myself and I've showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even just the showing up is part of the meditation, right? Like it's yeah. the it's the commitment that you're showing to your practice. And so I would say try and engage all your senses. The mantra really helped me. I, I've committed to mantra meditation um for the past i think what eight nine years in the oh, morning oh wow and, and how long do you do this for so i started off doing it for like 10 15 minutes and then now i slowly have uh, brought up to an hour to an hour and 15. what the fuck ratty I, who but has the, the time uh, well i you know how do you have the time i've, been a, I, I've always been early rise again like i think At it's what just, time do you wake up i wake up around like five <gasps> five thirty by choice by choice but i'll tell you my mom was a tyrant when i was growing up If my mom would be walking up the stairs at like 7 a.m. and I wasn't out, I would be like and like brush my teeth and pretend like I was like sitting at my desk by like 7 a.m. My mom was always an early riser. So at the time, I didn't appreciate it. Now I appreciate that, that practice so much because I love waking up early. It is like the time in the day where life is, seems silent. Like it says that the, you know, like the sun and the moon carry different energies. And so when the moon is still there, and obviously that's easier during winters, but with the moon's energy brings calmness and peace to your mind. And when the sun comes out naturally, it's when we're going to go, go, go. Like sun yeah. brings that kind of energy to like get up and get going. Um, and so trying to meditate with the moon's energy is something which is really recommended because it helps to keep your mind at, uh, you know, when the when the moon's there, you don't feel like it's time to go to work. When the sun's out, it is. Yeah. And so... Um, obviously you don't have to wake up at 5am. I think it's just about, like I said, it's about having a practice, even if it's a two minute meditation where you're sitting with yourself for two minutes, have that, be consistent with it, stay committed to it. And if you do fall off the wagon, I just want to say, which I have many times, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't tell yourself that, oh, well, I didn't show up yesterday. Now I'm like, now I feel because our mind will trick us in any way possible to not put ourselves through something we find uncomfortable. Yeah. And so there's so many times where I'm like I don't even deserve it now because I I said I would do it and now I don't. Now I'm back at the beginning. You're not. You left off. You you you're getting back to exactly where you left off. So don't tell yourself because you haven't meditated for a week or 2 weeks or a month, you're starting from scratch. You're not. Get back on the wagon. If you fall off again, get up again and try again. Like it's not a again, it's not an all or nothing thing. Yeah. Um, I can't um, I can't believe you wake up that early. What time do you go to sleep? Um I, okay, so like if I have friends over, I will start brushing my teeth at ten 9 30 p.m. while they're there and they'll get the hint and they'll be like
0: someone do. That's what I, <laughs> like that's what I do. Oh, really?
1: I will literally do that. I'll start I'll start doing my I'll bedtime do my routine because I'm like routine. I'm like you guys,
0: like I, I like panic if Stay like as i as long see, as you want. Yeah, like <laughs> I see that like the time is like, okay, well now I only have this many yeah. hours to sleep. Like no, I need to get this done now. Yeah, yeah, I
1: need I need my sleep or I'll be even more of an emotional wreck and i just really value you know i did my days of clubbing and partying and staying up late i've done it I've, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all right without it now i'm good that time has been had now i'm in my 30s i'm like you know what all i want is good sleep a good skincare routine yeah like, uh, you know i want to eat well it's like all the things that you think Oh, that is so boring when you're it's, in your 20s. It's I'm so much. I'm in my 30s and I'm loving it. Getting into bed by 10 o'clock is my dream. Thank you. I so agree with you on all of
0: that. Mm-hmm. But it's been so fun having you here. It's been so wonderful. I feel like we know each other already so much. I know. Like, (laughs) I would love to have you back. Seriously. Oh, my God. Can I be guest on your podcast when you have one? I would love that. I don't have, like, wellness tips, but I just
1: have cool tips about other things. But can I just say, (laughs) I just need to say, you have been, like, such an incredible podcast host. Like, the way that you ask questions and the way that this conversation flows, it's so fun. You make it so entertaining and so easy to just, like... I just feel so comfortable sharing things with you. So thank you for having that energy and holding that space. That's so fucking nice of you to say. I really mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, where can everyone find you? Radhi Devluka on Instagram and the same on YouTube. And my book Joyful is coming out um, with two L's. So it's a little bit less cheesy. it's a vegan recipe book with lots of wellness tips inside as well and it's coming out august it's already out yeah by the time this podcast you're listening to this right you're listening to this right now you can go and pre-order
0: roddy's book right now and joyful that's such a great title for a cookbook joy and then capital f-u-l-l like yes like you're full Mm -hmm. like brilliant (laughs) thank you and i'm so excited for your podcast thank you i can't wait for you to figure out the name of it you guys she has such a good name but someone took the name Someone took it so we're trying to figure out how to get it but not steal it like how to get one that's similar because the name is so perfect yes thank you so 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 we'll
1: be working on that and you'll be hearing about it soon yes
0: (laughs) okay thank you so much
1: bye guys bye